coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brew with the Bennets. I am Vainy. She is Palpy. <laughs> Together yeah. we are Vainy and Palpy. And no, welcome. I'm Pussy. What? Because I've got a bad ear and it's a bit full of pus. <laughs> welcome to Vainy and Pussy. <laughs> doesn't work. No. You are Palpy. I am Vainy. Together we are Palpy and Vainy, and this is entertainment. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Welcome. I hope you're well. It's good to be here in your ear. Yeah. Well, your ear has got a bit of infection, hasn't it? It's not good, guys. What's been going on? Every time I go to the bathroom, there are cotton buds scattered. So basically, I don't know if it's you or Olivia. That'll be Olivia, obviously. Basically, me and Liv got piercings done on the 17th of August. Mm. And actually, no, it was the 16th of August. And we had a second lobe piercing each, which yeah. is fine. Cruise in the park, mate. Walk in the park. But then I had a day <laughs> cruise, cruise in the park. Do you know a cruise in the park is something that Quite different. men do, mm. cottaging? Yeah. A cruise in the park. Ain't the same as cruising. It? That was like you're mixing your metaphors. You've done that a I lot. I do that all the time. What was the other ones you used to do? Oh, well, don't say that. that. Yeah, I don't say don't that. Don't say that because I can never think of an example. Yeah. Um, so it was a cruise in the park. It was a walk in the park. Was the old second lobe piercing? <laughs> but then a, I had a. It was a flash in the slow cooker. It was, and I had a um, a dath piercing, which is on the inner ear, and it's been fine for four weeks. Absolutely bob on. But what I did. Because it's taken a while to heal, I made the very, very huge error mm. of picking. I went in oh. and I was, I was picking at the. You know, you get sometimes a few little crusty bits around it. You idiot! Because it's healing, yeah. and I picked. Let the body heal. I know. And so what I've obviously done is deposited some kind Red of dirt or bacteria mm. into the wound. The- and it has become very, very angry. <laughs> very, very. So I have a very angry ear. Yesterday it was really sore. I've got an angry and painful. ear. So I've. So what me and Liv do is she uses the cotton buds to do the um, after piercing lotion on her piercings, and then I have been using it to deposit the after lotion, but also now to I love the smell of tussapur. I do, I do. Smells so of my... It was stinging, but I thought this is a good sting. Do you know what it reminds me of? Fight, my, fight the baddies. My granddad, John, used to smell of TCP. Yeah. Tussapur. And guess what? There was all ear juice on my pillow this morning. Oh. So it's weeping. It, is, it isn't good. It's not, it's not happy. It's a very sad ear. As my ear. It was weeping all Gemma. night. As my ear. Gently weaves. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. So it's been 
It's not good. It's wow. not good. Oh. But I thought if the... Sp- you, you know what the problem is? The ear is at the perfect height to pick. It is the perfect place. It's the perfect... Well, you know what it's like? Very, you just can't leave you're something. You're watching the telly. But do you know what? I am not touching that beggar now. You I am will. not touching you it. You will. No, no, You'll be doing no, it subconsciously. No, no. And I'll have to go ear. Yeah. Ear. But do you know what? I mm. thought to myself yesterday, I thought, if it's really bad today, I'm going to have to go doctors and mm. it might be really bad. But I thought if it's improved today, and it has improved, so obviously the soaking and the and the tussapa, the tussapa, um, but it's it yeah. But um, yeah, it was a bit touch and go for a while, mm. and I just thought this ear is a problem. I looked like I'd been in a rugby match yesterday. Touch and go was why it's got infected, mate. I know, touching I, and going, I know. And it's not and good. Um, yes, well... It just co- shows you, because I'm very good with clean hands, but it just shows you there is bacteria on your skin all t- at all times. There is. Um, cauliflower ear is weird, isn't it? I, know I think that's what I'm getting now. No, you do, you know, do you know what a cauliflower ear yeah. is? No, a cauliflower ear is when they've been playing rugby and it's all bent over and it Yeah, but do you know like why weird. it happens? Why? It's, it's actually... It's congealed blood in the ear. So it gets bashed and bashed and bashed. If you the pricked cap- it, would it solve it? No, the capillaries have like busted and the, the obviously blood has gathered yeah. because they've been injured, but it's got nowhere to go. So it then just hardens in the ear. Ooh. Can Isn't you that do horrible? about it? No. You can't swap your ears in no. cosmetic surgery. No. Well, we know you can't actually, can you? It's not uh, you can do. You can have your ears lowered, but you can't really have your ears re-sculpted. There's probably people who no, can do that. but you probably could have a prosthetic ear. Yeah, but then how are you going to hear? No, but it's the inner ear that's the, the bit that you hear Ooh, with. But then the outer bit the is... The flappy bit, you could just have re You just get cut off and then they just tag something on. I remember a man with a fake ear once. Where? Yeah. Uh, there was one in... I've You're known, thinking about the mouse that had it no, grabbed when it's No, back. I've known a man with a fake ear. You've known a man with a fake ear? I am pretty you, sure. You, do you know what the ridiculous thing is? You can't remember... If I met a man who had a fake ear, I would definitely remember who he was. It doesn't happen I every day. I feel like it was an old man. <laughs> Are you thinking of the BFG? From the war. You're thinking of the BFG. <laughs> there was an old man from the Big, war. He had massive ears. He, had a he used hole to creep around where at his night. ear was. But he had one that he popped on now and again. Bollocks. The spare ear. I've, you know when you've got like a really distant you've memory? You've met him. You've read this. No, I don't think You've I dreamt it. Oh. Oh, and this is another thing. Because I've got ear stuff going on. You know how your dreams are connected to what's gone on in the day? I was going to talk day? about your dreams. They're insane. Yeah, but last night I had a dream that there was loads of stuff in my ear. <laughs> and I could see it all. And I picked out this small little ball, anyway. a white ball mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. Um, a little stone came out. Um, what was the other thing? It's like my kapaka's gone and, in And there. I just kept going like that and all this yeah. stuff kept coming Shit, to like the... Like a swimming pool shape. Yeah, it came to the surface of the ear. And I like went like... You know, like you can feel like you can connect your tongue to your ear. Yeah. I was going like that and you could see my tongue through my ear. Well... <laughs> Your dreams recently. Yeah. I need to talk about these. I, wrote, I can't remember them. No, I wrote them down because you told me them. What was it? They were so boring. The first dream, <laughs> the first dream, this is what Gemma has as a dream. So <laughs> let's just let's just say, people, when you're in bed, there's no limits. There's no limits. You can dream anything. You can fly. You can conquer the world. You can live underwater. You can be a billionaire. You can do anything in your dreams. This was genuinely the synopsis of Gemma's dream. What was it? Uh, I had a great dream last night. I dreamt that we downsized for a smaller house. No, and then it we wasn't didn't have me. a mortgage. It wasn't me. It that was, was the dream. No, it was so soul violin teacher. But then you didn't even dream it for yourself. No, I went past and I thought, 
she's in a really small, they've moved to a really small house. And then I was working out what had happened and I thought they've made a decision to downsize to save money given the current crisis. Gemma. And I thought, very sensible. And I woke up and I thought, (laughs) we need to downsize. We need to live in a tiny house with no bills. All in one room, like Charlie Bucket. Well, not one room, but safe and live can share. Just a two bed, (sighs) two up, two down. She can't, she'll be drowning in cotton buds. Yeah. That is so funny, though, that you could have dreamed anything mm. and you said you dreamt about you don't control property moving. I know, but it's the most boring dream. I don't know what you're going to dream next time. Tax breaks. Well, I dreamt... Filling out a will. Well, me... I had a cracking dream about doing a will. You have got a really boring Well, me line. was like the back of a so- back down the back of a sofa last night. That was the dream. <laughs> but your dreams must be like just a collage of grey. It's just miserable, sad. No, it isn't. It's in always. Here's the other one. What did I do? Gemma dreamt about a neighbour she used to live across the road from had a bin that was slowly <gasps> decomposing. I did. Decomposing. Yeah. That's a, another boring I thought, dream. I thought to myself, I need to empty that. I thought nobody else is going to empty <laughs> it and I'm going to have to boring. sort it out. People at home, I bet they're listening. There thinking. must be some... What? Going on in Is there a dreams? trend of boring dreams? Give us your most boring dream, people. Oh, I've had dreams before where it's just been like, I've just found a parking space. Then I woke up excited. Erect. It must tell you something, though, that one. The bin, the bin one. What about you? I don't know. What, well, let's analyse that. The bin is your life and it's slowly decomposing. I do feel that this summer we and became a bit obsessed with bins because we had maggots in ours, didn't we? That's, like, that's stuck in your subconscious. Because we have a man who comes and cleans the bins, the mm. wheelie king. And um, long live the king, yeah, lo- the oh, wheelie king. Oh, topical. Talk about that in a minute. But long live the king, yeah. the wheelie king. We had a swearing in ceremony for it, didn't we? Yeah. We all stood on the end of our drives yeah. with our bins, saluting. Yeah, <laughs> let's hope he's as good as the wheelie queen was. Well, let's just our big shoes to fill for the yeah. wheelie king. Yeah, uh, we had a moment of we had a minute silence while we tipped out the uh, yeah. disinfectant for yeah. the final time. Yes, uh, so wheelie king. Let's see yeah. how you get on, mate. Yeah, the proclamation. Yeah, let's already. The eyes are upon you mm. of the bin community world. The strangest message ever popped into my inbox. I think most people have seen this by now, but carry on. Blew my mind. Doing the glee at the glee, mm. Nottingham, performing. Lovely message. I didn't, not going to name names. Lovely message. Look, well. It started off... It's, it's, it's not a horrible message, but I wouldn't describe it as a lovely message. Bizarre. It's a weird message. It's a bizarre message. Brace yourselves for this. So sorry about this message. So weird to send. I was at the Glee Comedy Club last night and in the audience, and from where I was sat, I thought you might have a small lump in your neck on the left-hand side. It's probably not at all, and the side are talking, but I just wanted to message you in case. Sorry to message, but the comedy was great. By that point, I wasn't thinking about the comedy. No. I was thinking about this sort of... and Don't, don't look at it now. No, I'm looking at it as you speak. Well, I, this is the thing. What's the, no, Do you want me to film it? No. I can film it for you while you're speaking. Well, if you no, want. no, we'll put it, on, uh, put it on Instagram and let people judge. Yeah. But it was like some sort of weird... Look, now you're looking at me. Just keep speaking. I, <laughs> I know it's like you, you said to me, you said to me, um, I've seen your vein bulge <laughs> as long as I've known you, which was... <laughs> The dirty, dirty jabber. But it's because I'm talking, isn't it? But it's like, it was like, can I just say, when she sent it, yeah. it's like the weirdest NHS 111. Someone said, it's, someone said to me, that's not a heckle, it's a neckle. It is a neckle. It <laughs> is a neckle. a neckle. And then I said to Jason Cook, I said, I sent it on to him and he said, I've never seen your face when you perform. 
all I do is I'm watching your neck. Yeah. And he says, if there was a lineup of people, if you weren't, wear, you'd have to all wear turtlenecks yeah. <laughs> because you give away so much with yeah, your just, distinctive neck bulge. Yeah. But then I started Googling it, which is the worst thing you can do. I'd never do and that. And as soon as you Google it, apparently prominent neck bulge is a cause of so much vascular. And then they said, oh, have you had dizziness? And then I've had dizziness. Mm. And I think, oh, I'm dying. I'm literally dying. Well, I was dying. Oh, I was dying on stage, but not in a way that I've ever done before. But they they analysed it. And all I mean, I'm going to can I just say though, go who's going out watching comedy and going, I can't enjoy it because of the neck bulge? Because I just wondered if she's gone to other shows and said, um, I went to see Harry Hill. Couldn't enjoy that because he had a runny nose. I went to see, I went to yeah. see Mickey Flanagan, and I did message him because I think he's got an ingrowing toenail. Yeah. The way he carried himself about wasn't yeah. normal. She's just like some rogue doctor in the audience. Well, the thing is, I mean, it is... It's, Have we got a doctor in the house? Yes, she's on the front row looking I, at me. I think the bottom line is it's quite a caring thing to do. Um, but I... As soon as you said it to me, I, I thought, I know what she's talking about because you've had the neck bulge for as long as I've known you. And basically, when you project your voice, because you can't speak quietly, you, even even when you're talking normally. I shout. You shout. I hate it. I really hate I'll it. I'll try and not do that. No, you're a shouty comedian. Very shouty. Very loud. <laughs> um, and um, Don't like it loud. Turn I'll it tell down. you, he's another shouty and he might have a bulge. Lee Mac. Shouty. Yeah. You see? Yeah, I'll shouty. check his bulge. Check, right? See if he's so, got a bulge. Some comedians are shouty. Mm. Some comedians are very quiet in their delivery. Mm. Um, I might have to go quiet because of my neck bulge. Well, I can't have audiences looking at my I've neck seen and not neck listening bulge, to my joke. And do you know who else has got a neck bulge? Is Sophia, our daughter, six year old. She's inherited the bulge. I've seen when she's really going for it's it. The battle I've seen, of the bulge. I've seen a bulge on her neck. <laughs> the vein bulges a little bit. Bulge. Because I bulge your vein. I just yeah, so um, I personally don't think there's anything to worry about. I think it's just you've got a neck bulging vein when you project your voice. Someone then said it's going to be like Alien, mm. and one of these days it'll just fire out the side of your neck Quite possibly. when you're doing an encore. Quite this, is the, this is the comedy community's supportive. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just look, read you some of the choice Go comments. On. Robin Morgan, Scott, this has really made me laugh. That's the first Yeah, one. very caring. Um uh, jokes aside, my wife had this awkward conversation with a friend recently and it was something which was treatable. That didn't keep me up all night. No, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Reassuring. Maybe it's just uh, Adam's apple and they were surprised as they thought you were a woman. Yeah, potentially. With those legs, you're kidding me. Marcus Shufflebottom said, he was funny that night, but he's dead now. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, someone said they remember watching Harry Hill at the comedy store being concerned at a mole on the cheek of someone in the front row. He went and found him in the interval, advised him to check and see his GP. Harry Hill was a trained doctor, though. Uh, I was. don't know what this woman does. Is she just she's a run- witch doctor? She's on cider, but then she's if she's. I want to know what she does. Is she if she's an expert in vascular, you see, you neck bul- related. I bet you're bulging now because you're getting very excited. I'm getting excited. Yeah, there'll be a bulge now. Now then, everyone's going to see me do stand-up. They're going to go, bulge. Yeah. Relax. Bulge. Oh, he's coming to a climax. He's bulging. Yeah. Someone said, right, they... Um, it's a punchline bulge. Then they said, I get this. There's another example of someone telling uh, a celeb to get a mole checked. Um, oh, yeah, no, hang on. Um, but some Scott wouldn't... Thinking Scott wouldn't have noticed a lump they've spotted from miles away is a whole new level of mad. Which is true. I would have known I've got a lump on my neck. Surely. Surely. I mean, feel your neck now. Lump-free. 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 So a bulge is different to a lump. It was. 
do you know what it was? The, the, the guitarist from Wilco, mm. who were a band, were on stage once and a doctor spotted his tummy looking a bit distended and a bit round. Ah. And he messaged him and he said, I'd operate on him and he got rid of a tumour wow. and he saved his life. God. But that woman's not just said that to me. No, that woman's just no. said, I've had a cider and you've got a lumpy neck, you yeah. weird one. Yeah. Um, they also, uh, someone said that's your Edinburgh poster sorted for next year. Yeah. Lumpy neck. I'm going to call neck. it turtlenecks. Um, she, oh, it's, this is quite common, you know. A doctor was watching Hugh Laurie on a US chat show, show and spotted a shadow in his eye, fired off an email saying, I'm it should check. Turned, turned out to have caught a cataract early. Weird. How how well would he be? How many be doctors are watching? So let's just leave it. Here we go. In all seriousness, get it checked out. If it's a waste of time, then you'll at least you'll get 20 minutes of material out of an enlarged lymph node. It's not a lymph node. Lymph nodes are under your armpit, aren't they? I think you do in, have them in you, your neck. Yeah, you've got them in your neck as well. Stevie is right. I know someone had a slight raise on their neck and he would have ignored it. You got it checked out and it was Hodgkin's lymphoma. Happy Monday! <laughs> Happy Monday, Scott. Well, do you know what? What I mean, do you do for an encore? Operate, operate on me. Someone said, is it your second ball? Oh, yeah, Matt lost it. Well, yeah, yeah. I, fired, I was doing yeah. an handstand and it fell yeah. down. Yeah, exactly, got wedged. Like, like that game, that bag yeah, of tell. It exactly. just went through my whole body and ended Ka-plunk. up in my neck. The thing is, <laughs> yeah, the thing is, um, me and you both have massive health anxiety. Probably not, lots yeah. of people do. It's not But we, we do. Um, I think I control mine pretty well, but it doesn't stop me having sometimes quite obsessive thoughts. So last night, because of my ear, I did think I was going to die of sepsis in the night. Mm. I honestly did. I bet you Googled sepsis. No, I don't Google anything anymore because it doesn't help my mental state. I know someone who did have sepsis, Gavin Webster. Sorry, I'm just looking at that. Um, yeah, it, well, I know quite a few people who've had sepsis and survived it, thank God. I think it's just that age we are and you feel a little bit more vulnerable. And when someone says that, mm. it's just what... But I think, I mean, I don't know whether to get it checked, but then I'm going to have to go to the doctors and go, hi, hi, and to try and create the neck bulge. There's no lump there, darling. There's no lump. I mean, I felt your neck. There's just, it's just when, like I say, I've always noticed it and it has bothered me because mm. I thought you look weird that you get this bulgy vein. Well, it, what annoys me about it is I think you're straining your voice. If you, if you, you know, like Use a singer, microphone. you're not using your diaphragm, you're using well, your throat. because I'm not trained, mate. I'm a raw talent. I'm rocky. I'm from the streets. I was no, punching what I would me say is, and is I've just that... been dragged up. I'm not, I'm not from your radar. I'm not from your... No, but I was going to say... I'm not taught how to perform. This is just instinct, mate. I'm no, rough. I'm was... ready. I'm, I'm lumpy neck. What I was going to say... That's who I am. Lumpy, veiny, necky, angry. What I was going to say is, is that comedians, yeah, they aren't necessarily professionally trained actors or whatever. And, and any partic- training, and particularly baby. for singers, obviously they were trained to sing from their diaphragm rather than their throat, um, because obviously you can knacker your vocal cords and stuff. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you you are basically you you've had problems with your throat before when you've been ill. Yeah. You know, as in it'll always go to your throat, and because you use just think how much you use your vocal cords. And you strain yourself, even though you've got a mic amplifying your voice, you still shout. Mm-hmm. It's very shouty. You'd like me not to be shouty. I don't you? like shouty. Well, maybe I should refine my act. You can't. You can't change it now. You can't change it. You if you can't. went in quiet, they'd be like, "Listen, Scott." Uh, good evening, everyone. I took my daughter swimming, and I stepped across. And I, now you just sound creepy. That's my, weird. Uh, don't do that. With my uh, no swinging no, testicles. No, <laughs> that's horrible. That's that's awful. Please cut that bit. Can we have the neck bulge back?
Um, you said to me as well. Yeah. When I'm breaking wind now, it's just falling out of me. You said that. You're at the age now where it just happened. I didn't know who you were talking about then. You. Okay, right, yeah, I me. I think it's, I've had it, I'm doing it. It's awful. I, I, the other week. Right, because I thought it was just old people. Can, can I tell you a little? But I'm 43 and I've had a few incidents where a Trump has come out and I have had no control over it. I could not stop it. it just even. fell. No, I'd... Leaking out of you. There like was a, no like a warning. Pun- like a punctured lilo. It's almost like it's lying in wait and <laughs> right at the butt cheeks and it yeah. just pops out. Right and it's at the just Trying to squeeze through the gate. It's horrendous. Can I tell you a little story? Go on. And do you know what I've done twice? No, three times. Is I've just carried on like it didn't happen. And I feel like it would have been better to own it in a way. But it's almost like they must think, the people who probably heard it, um, Mm -hmm. you're you're a real, like, old woman who's trumping on you. Well, your dad used to say when he used to visit council properties in mm. his old job he mm. said there was an old guy who was deaf mm. and he used to answer the door and he'd never know and he'd be oh. talking to your dad just going all right jim can i get you a get a cup of cheap really then he'd just wander back down his hallway well do you know what i always find a bit concerning about it and is, he didn't know is that apparently your body expels air when you're dying when you're dead doesn't it yeah. And it just feels a bit like your body's given up. It's a bit like, I, I, well, we're expelling air now. I tell you That's what, it, what we're doing. I think my O-ring's blown years ago. Oh, it's awful. I was in Edinburgh in a corridor waiting to go yeah, on I've stay. had some hammer your O-ring. <laughs> <laughs> What's that meant to mean? You fart like the... I mean, I can fart with the best I of them, but you them. are... You really do. And you know, I'd love to record you in the night, you know, oh. because on a night when I've not slept very well, you are farting all the time. <laughs> and you force them even in your sleep. Force them. Get it's rid. horrible. That's why I've got a bulgy neck, bulgy, bulgy yeah. veins on Everything both ends. Everything about you is bulgy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a sausage with a belt on. Oh, talking of sausages, did you see no, Prince Charles' fingers? No, we're going to come on to Prince Charles' hands in a minute. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we're going to come on to Prince Charles' fingers. <laughs> I did say that, but I didn't mean it that, that way. I mean, that would be the ultimate tribute to welcoming the new king. <laughs> Sire! Um, right oh, on the pinky God. ring. Right on the pinky ring. Um, I was in a. Can I just no, say? I, no, let, let's talk about that in a minute. If you I hate talk, the way you won't let me talk about stuff because you've got to have it in your process. I've got something order. I want, I've got something I wanted to There's say no about spontaneity. I want about breaking winds. Come on then. You won't let me finish. No, but we could have done sausage talk then come back to it. <laughs> We're doing sausage talk after wind. <laughs> Get them in order. If we're going to do shit. <laughs> If we're going to do basic talk on this pod, at least get it in some sort of order. Okay. I was in a corridor in Edinburgh waiting to do comedy in the dark, right? Yeah. And um, it was it was dark, obviously, in the gig, but in the corridor I was waiting. You did a Trump and there was somebody there? No, I, no, because you can see in the corridor. Okay. But I didn't, I didn't have any control over it. I went to pick up, <laughs> I went to pick up my notebook, and it just went. Do you know those ones? <laughs> yeah. And um. But no one heard it. But then no the, one heard it. No one heard it. <laughs> but there was another act in there who was sort of busy doing the notes. And then the compare came back in. And then about three days later, yeah, I get a message from <gasps> the act going, "Weird question." It's like, yeah, you know, when you did comedy in the dark, did you fart in the corridor? No. Yeah. And I said, uh, I don't know. He says, "Cause me and Robin, it was Robin together. He went, yeah. we were talking, and someone had, but no one will admit it." And, and I said, <laughs> "I think it was me." 
I said, I'm at an age where they just fall out yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah. And he went, oh dear. And then he could feel like he felt like he'd mm. offended his granddad. Like he'd pulled his yeah, granddad up on, why yeah. have you farted in the corridor? Yeah. I had no choice. Yeah, I had no control. And I think it, I had no control over it. And I, and it seems to, I do seem to get involuntary things. Yeah. I did that gig for the alpaca thing with yeah. that, that PTA thing. Yeah. And I was talking to the guy who had briefed me. You trumped? No, at the end of the conversation, it was like a full stop. He you saw, trumped? He went, no, I walked away. He went, he went... <laughs> He went, um, he said, so if there's anything else you need, uh, yeah. And I said, that's absolutely fine. And then I just, I, I, I sort of stretched, I stretched out like that with my jacket yeah. and he went, Hur. oh no. And then I just went, is the toilet that way? And oh. I just had to go, I had to make out that I Do needed you know the what? toilet. This is making me feel so much better because I thought it was just me. Every time. I thought it was because I've had children that everything's a bit saggy down no, there. No, I mean, I mean, I think for a woman it blows everything apart down it there. Does. But for a man, I think it just gradually oh, disintegrates. God. Like that, that decomposting bin. Mm. That's what's happening Awful. down there. Awful. Let's talk about uh, the God save our gracious king. Long live a noble king. God save our king. Happy and glorious, long to reign over us. God save King. How many times are people going to be going? Three cheers for the King. How many times are people going to be? God save our gracious Queen King. Yeah, Queen 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 Queen. Yeah. God save our gracious Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What a week! What a week! I was saying this today at work. I was like, a lot can happen in a week. I says this time last week we had a different monarch, different prime minister. And um, what was the other one? I don't know. Hope. Pardon me. How <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, ironic! No, we had. Yeah, we had a different the world monarch. Was a different place. We had a different. The world king, wasn't a different uh, place. Different... It was still as shit. What we had is we had. Um, well, we've had turmoil. Oh, I flicked something and it's made my ears go funny. No, we're back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. Um, yeah, a lot can happen in a week, can't it? Mm. And yeah, so. You tell me your experience, because I've got stuff I've got to say. I know you About have. the whole thing. I know you Not, Nothing anti-royal by no. any stretch, but okay, just, right, you know, well, I, don't, I, I don't care what people think. No, so what I was going like to say... you didn't like what it, What I was going to say, what I was going to say is, um, I find the whole historical thing fascinating. Now, you know I love my history. Mm. So for me, this is like history live. This is like, you know... Which is sort of a, it's a, it seems like a contradiction in terms, doesn't it? Yeah, history it does. happening yeah. live. Well, but, no, then, but, that, that's but that's history. history. That was well, history. That was it, a moment. <laughs> when I said that was history, that's history. Well, that noise, that's history. in the past. Yeah, it's in the past. Do you remember when that so, did that past? Yeah. Talk about Immediately them. in the past. Have they forgotten that fight in the corridor? No. It's history, but it'll never be forgotten. No. So, <laughs> you know, I think um, for me, I just find history fascinating. I find the royal family in terms of like, you know, when you go back to Henry VIII, mm. Charles II, Queen Victoria, I love reading about British history. So for me to see the um, traditions and the, mm. um, that's the washing machine. Yeah. Do you want me to turn it off or are we okay? Oh, it's, yeah, it's all right. Um, we're recording this live from Bennett Towers, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah the washing it, doesn't stop because no, we've got a new king. Don't, don't, the world keeps moving. It's what he would want. What? He a wash to have clean grots. Yeah, so um, 
I just like watching the ceremonies, the sort of pomp and ceremony of it all. And I just find that really fascinating to watch the proclamation. And I just love all of that. I just like to see um, these sort of traditions played out. Yeah. And that, that's what I find interesting. Do you know what, though? It was, an, it was an odd day because I gigged mm. on that evening. Yeah. So obviously they announced it at half six, but yeah. I said to you, we were watching the telly mm. and I was yeah. like, it was weird, the telly on the run up. Yes. We, we put the telly on and it was we just like... We kind of knew, didn't It we? was Nicholas Witchell and Hugh just going, uh, we're just going back for an update on the Queen's condition. Yeah. Uh, we know that the Queen's condition is the same as the condition of the last 20 minutes, but the family are now here, they've flown, mm. and uh, let's just go for an update now uh, to David duh, 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 outside of Buckingham Palace. Can you give us an update on the Queen's condition? The Queen's condition is the same as it, it was, was for the last minutes. hour, but yeah. the family have arrived, and mm. uh, we've got no more news, and we're waiting. Right, we'll go back to the studio. Now over to Gibraltar, where we're going to get an update. Uh, what do you think the Queen's condition is? Well, Queen's condition is the same. Just yeah. it, was, it was like a holding pattern yeah, for yeah. three hours. Well, they knew it was coming, But I think they? they knew. They were ready. I think they knew. I wonder if... They, they said they use that cold word, don't they? London Bridge is down. Is down. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone goes, oh, Ooh. shit. Well, then I genuinely thought, mm. London Bridge. Yeah, I know. But then it's like code word, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I love the code words. London Bridge. Sir, London Bridge. Is down. Is down. Thing- I wonder how, I bet he delivered it like yeah. this. I bet they went, is that the BBC? Yes. London Bridge. It's down. Yeah. That's it. Thank you, sir. The thing is... I bet it was like that. I bet it was... As... It's amazing how quick it all happens, but I guess mm. they've been waiting for this moment. They've had the press it going for, on it for eight Forever. They've had it all... All the they're stories ready. are ready to go. But yeah, they're ready to they go. They were ready to go when they saw her at, at, yeah. with Liz Truss. They were like, print. Yeah. Print, because she ain't yeah. well. Yeah. Print. Because yeah. there's, there's that picture been released where it shows that she'd had like a cannula in. I thought Bruised that. in and yeah. that. And yeah. they'd done makeup on her face, but not her hands and stuff. Aww. So she'd worked, she was right to the end. Old Queenie did a good, did a big shift, didn't she? I honestly think she'd have thought in her head, "I'm going to get, I'm going to make the Why jubilee." Am I this prick, no, I bet that's what she no, thought. I, think I could have watched th- telly. No, I think she'd have thought, "I'm going to make my jubilee. Yeah. I'm not, co- I'm not croaking it before that." Yeah. And then I'm going to see this prime minister in, and that's me done. I'm going to see old Trussie. Don't you think they actually think that in their heads? They think, well, I've done, I've done what I needed to yeah. do. I think she was sort of that sort of. That's person. how we all think, though, with death. Yeah. Surely, a lot of us think we need to get to a certain point, mm. and then you're happy. And like a lot of people, our parents hang on until their children get married. Did you know that? Yeah, they it's make weird, it isn't to it? the wedding, and then they just go, "Right, you yeah. can look after her now." It's but weird, it must be isn't weird it? for Liz Truss. How was your first week in as a prime minister? Killed the queen. Yeah, so <laughs> not a great start. <laughs> Killed the queen. Can't curtsy. Not yeah. a brilliant start. Uh, but it was weird because I did the. That's gig. weird that she's the last person to really have met her. Fucking Liz. Liz, mate. Liz and Liz. Liz and the Liz. two Lizzes. There can only be one Liz in this country. They said there's going to be an absolute boom of Elizabeths now. Really? Born, yeah. Wow, my mum is Margaret Elizabeth Bennett. She M-E-B. is. M-E-B, she loves that. Yeah, uh, she's the... Um, original She's Meb. the original... Um, Lizzie. The two sisters. It died a bit, Elizabeth, so that'll be coming back. Um, we know a lot of Lizzies, though. Liza. Liza's short for it, isn't it? But yeah. um, going back to the death on the day, I was doing a gig in Lincoln... Mm. And uh, got there and it was the Royal... Th- and I was amazed it was happening because it was our Royal Theatre in Lincoln. And just before the show, they played the uh, National Anthem. Mm. And they stood up. Everyone stood They weren't going to stand up, but then a massive bloke stood up. And they all looked and thought, 
I think we should stand because he's massive. Yeah. So they stood and they sung God Save the Queen. Then they did a minute silence. Mm. And then they went, are you ready for comedy? And I felt like going, no. Not really. No one is now. No. And it was a bit of an odd atmosphere because I've never had a minute silence, you know. Uh, before I, a game. I might have had it during. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes at the end. Uh, sometimes 10 minutes sounds. Yeah, They're very weird, respectful, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Uh, but I did think it was a very surreal moment because mm. uh, you sort of like, you, you don't, but also as well, I always think, because people are like, oh, is this the time to do my edgy material about the monarchy and mm. Prince Andrew and abolishing things? And mm. obviously Prince Andrew is the dividing point of contention, mm. rightfully so. Mm. But I just think in that situation, you don't know. It's a bit like Brexit. You don't really know people's motivations and you risk torpedoing your own gig for the sake of a point. Yeah. And if it's not hilarious, then yeah. just don't bother. Don't bother. So I always think it's that moment where you just go, this has happened. Da, 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 da. Does yeah. anyone need a laugh? Do I have yeah. a bit of a laugh? Yeah. And then you do it. And yeah. I, th I think it's just a bit of a, an odd thing. And I think it is strange they were going to... The one thing I do think a bit is a bit weird is the, the, the cancelling of stuff. I think that's wrong. Because that's, that shouldn't have for, happened. For, what makes me laugh is these same people will go, we, she worked right until her final day. Yeah, so let us. Mm, mm. I don't think the Queen would want me to have 10 days off sitting no, no. with a tissue yeah, crying. I, I, think th I think that's a mistake. It's a mistake. I think, obviously, they've given the bank holiday for, for near the funeral. Mm. And I think that's fair enough. Me and you don't subscribe to the hysteria, do we? We never have. Do you know done. what someone's called it? <laughs> what? Monography. It is. Well, well we Perfect, all, that, no, we call it grief porn. Grief porn, monography. It, you know, people love it, don't they? But yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's a massive moment in terms of our, our country's history. And I think it deserves to have that mm -hmm. status. But I don't subscribe to being told how I should be feeling or, you know, I don't go for all the hysteria. And I think. You can understand why a lot of people... I don't think of, the Queen had wanted it. No, and I think you can understand why it's being quite momentous because, you know, you won't quibble over people getting emotional about when David Bowie died or, Bowie died or when, um, you know, if you, if you idolised a pop star or whatever. So for some people, the monarchy is that. They are mm. like, they follow their lives, they find it, you know... They, they feel attached to them in the sense that it's something that's a constant in their life. Not that they ever knew her personally, but, you know, I remember my dad crying when um, Freddie Mercury died. And my dad never cries like that, you know, but it moved him because he felt an affinity to this this singer. Um, so you can understand how people feel, but but to say that you are overwhelmed with grief i just find that hard to register with because i just think we didn't know her personally and obviously just like if you heard anybody had died you'd show respect and like steve said um steven sazu who write into the show every week steve said it 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 stirred in him feelings because his dad had recently died yeah. and i think that does That's happen what it, does. it does what what any kind of um <clears throat> event like that it can trigger in you feelings that you have experienced and i think that's a very very normal thing to happen well grief is about <clears throat> shared experiences mm -hmm. of of the the shared feeling of loss like i i sort of it's <clears throat> funny you should say that because the pe the person who i was really affected the death by now obviously i don't know them yeah but <clears throat> quite recently mm. is rick mail yeah and i still think about it mm. most days mm. i can't believe he's not here yeah i don't know him no i've never met him no. but every time <clears throat> i do the comedy store mm. as i walk down the stairs mm. there's a massive picture mm. of him 
And I just think it was such a force of nature. Well, again, but it, was, it seems important. But he's, you know, people would go, well, you've never met him, mate. Who do you think you, yeah, you but know? It, but that's it, what but I'm saying. Be, because he was there at every stage of me growing up. Like and with also bottom, you idolised him Yeah, Blackadder. I remember him doing the young ones, yeah. the comic strip. Yeah. And I think for me, he's always been that point of the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing well, now. Well, that's why. And that's the, that's the shit. But that's thing. why people get emotion about famous yeah. people. You haven't ever met them. Yeah. But if they've been present in your consciousness for whatever reason, yeah. and you've idolised them or been a fan of them, you feel this sort of love for them, this strange, detached love, because you've obviously never met them, they're not your family, but, you know, you'd feel, whereas if Joe blogs off the street said, oh, my grand died, you'd say, well, I'm really sorry to hear that, but you wouldn't feel any major pull because no, you didn't feel that soul. person. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, although so- I feel I get worse at this as I get older, I feel empathy massive empathy for people and i think oh god you know it really affects me if i hear something mm. that's why i'm not very good at watching the news anymore i can't it's like i take it on you've become and more you can't sensitive. take on everybody's yeah. grief can you no. I, I mean someone might say in years to come i remember uh, i was watching him at the glee one night mm. and uh, he had a lump in his neck mm. Mm. i wish yeah. i'd have stepped in yes yes his wife just said it was a bulge. His wife said, I've known his She ignored bulging. the bulge. It's just his bulge in vain. I've yeah. seen it for years. Yeah. yeah. And then nothing was done. No. And here we are now. Yeah. yeah. All we've got is a legacy of some badly recorded yeah. podcasts. What a couple. What, what a couple. They died within a week of each other. She had sepsis in her ear and he had a bulge in neck. Unbelievable. Do you know what Sophia said to me this morning? She said, what happened? I heard this and I, I tuned out instantly. Did you? I, when a child of six starts talking about death and mortality, mm. i got to leave the room. It's horrible, isn't because it? Because I don't want to be in that conversation. She said to me, what happens if, basically, she struggled how to Queen dying, it. that's in her head. Yeah, probably. Of course it is. And then she said, what happens if um, <laughs> your mum dies, but your dad's already died? So what she's thinking of, we've got a few friends who've recently lost partners, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so they've been widowed at a, a young age. And so she knows that they've only got one parent left. And she's like, well, what happens if they die? Oh, God. And I said to her, well, I said, you know, it's very, very rare. And she says, well, it isn't, is it? Oh, That's what she said to me. No. And I, says, I said, well, no, it is rare. I said, because think of all the parents you know who haven't died. There's loads of them. And there's only a few that you know that have. I said, so it is incredibly rare and very unlucky. Um, Did that pass That was the first thing I said. And then I said to her, because I kind of, I've always mentioned this actually as a, as a lighter side to it. I remember my mum and dad saying to me and James when we were younger, I've probably said this on the Shed Show before, um, that my mum told me they'd written their will and if they died, we would get to live with Uncle Les and Auntie Joan. Right. And I remember thinking. That's a good deal bloody getting <laughs> and i i remember yeah. thinking that's fantastic yeah. in my head that's I did, a trade up i kind of i kind of forgot about the fact that they would be dead yeah that's the bit you... but i was just thinking oh my god i would love to live with uncle les and auntie because what you actually thought was they're still around but we're living with uncle les yeah i was like they're so adoption cool. is what you thought i know i they'd oh it'd be wicked oh you know and i thought can you imagine the christmases yeah and i was just like that's so sick. Can we have a bit more detail on that? Yeah. yeah. How does that have to be triggered? Yeah. Do you want to drive? Do you want to learn to drive? Yeah. So I, I said Just that start, to start yeah. going, why have you signed me up for an abseiling? <laughs> yeah. Why are we going, why are we going yeah. rock climbing yeah. in Edale with no harness? Yeah. What? 
So I told Just her Just eat that, that mum. I says, when we were little... It's bright, Nana, blue. Nana and Grandad said, if anything ever happens, then we'd go and live with Uncle Les and Auntie Joan. Wow. And she was like, oh, like that, you know, and she just... And then we just now she's stop. thinking she's going to go and live with yeah. Uncle Les and Auntie Jo. No, Ross and Holly probably should be like, yeah. Get but down I mean, there's a bit of light relief. Go on then. <clears throat> I do. I don't have any problem with people paying tribute. No, but some of them make me piss. Oh, I know. This I know. Some of these, right? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. These are some of the tributes. These are golden. Now this they? is when. This is when I'm going to read you some of these. Yeah. <sighs> Everyone associated with Cash Converters UK. <laughs> is saddened to hear of the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. As a mark of respect, posting on this channel is paused until further notice. Cash converters. converters. I don't think I've ever seen the Queen go in, going, swap these jewels, I need a DVD. <laughs> Cash converters. Yeah, the crown, the crown jewels pride of place in the front window. Advanced yeah. warning. Royal period of mourning. This cycle rack is now closed. <laughs> Are you joking? If you leave your cycle here, it will be removed. Norwich County Council. Right. You're not allowed to, to lock up your, your bike, bike. Because of, yeah. Because of the Queen. Yeah. Queen, Show me that one. The, That's bullshit. The Queen. Well, no, I'm not having it. It's real. This cycle rack will be closed. That's bizarre. The Queen wants you to cycle, but leave your bikes unattended. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the, the thing that's mad about this is, I think if you showed her these things, she'd just be going, "That's mad." Yeah. Please be aware that following the passing of Her Majesty the Queen, today's scheduled car-free day celebration in Hammersmith has been postponed. As a result, King Street will remain open to motorists. Is there anything more patriotic than seeing people driving through pedestrians past TK Maxx? No, there isn't. No. Long live the King. Yeah. I just love the the no car day. Yeah. Favorite one. Go on. This is my absolute favourite one. Go on. This, this made me laugh out loud. Go on. Tony Cascarino. Do you remember him? He was a footballer when we were young. Yeah. He played for Aston yeah. Villa. Cascarino. We always yeah. wanted to be Cascarino. Yeah. He it's said, the best name he ever. Said, he talked about the moment. He says, I was live on the radio when I heard the sad news. And he said, uh, <laughs> this is so funny. I uh, just had a Chinese delivered and... Uh, it arrived moments after the announcement and it just felt wrong and disrespectful to eat it. So as a mark of respect for Her Majesty, I threw it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat spring rolls no. when we've lost the Queen. He, he felt bad enjoying his Chinese, didn't he? <laughs> I know what he means. I just like the idea when it, it comes and yeah. they go, thank you, Mr it. Cascarino. Yeah. Here's your prawn crackers. He just yeah. looks at it and went, oh, I don't want that now. No. Do you know what's happened, mate? Can't do it. I just can't do it. Uh, it just... Oh, it, it would have to be something really bad for me to turn down crispy duck in pancakes. Oh, I'm sorry. Southwark, Southwark County Council Recycling Centre has cancelled its open day where you get to see what happens to your bins as a mark of respect to the Queen. Well, yeah. Well, you know. You can't stand and look at rubbish and bins. It's no and, day for trash. It's no day for trash and for, no. for where, does the, where, where does the recycling go? Where does it go? Where does it go? going not today Gemma we're yeah, morning yeah 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 absolute favorite last one Go absolute on. favorite this one we are deeply saddened by the passing of her majesty queen elizabeth the mm. second we would like to extend our deepest sympathy to the royal family yeah. and their loss at their loss um uh, well, the royal family and all grieving her loss at this very sad time for the country and that was written by funkypigeon.com <laughs> 
Jowser's hands, man. Oh, God. I can't stop this, looking at them. I've him. just had to um, uncover my ear because I'm worried that the heat from the um, what, ear shield... What, going to aggravate it? Well, it's going to make... Heat shield? It's a breeding it's ground a, for bacteria. You're not wearing a space It's a breeding mate. ground for bacteria. True, heat and moisture don't help. Yeah. Um, um, so, those hands. Oh, uh, someone, right. someone on the internet zoomed in and just yeah. put hands, 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 big pictures. Yeah, it's really not good. Do you know what they look like? Go on. Do you know on Kingpin, when he lost his hand in that yeah, bowling yeah. and he had the ring yeah, on yeah. and it was the big rubber hand? Yeah. Kingpin hands. It is. He's got that ring. That ring ain't coming that off. That pinky ring. That pinky ring would have to be cut off. They're like Dutch originals. Yeah. They are sausages. Yeah. They're angry. They're red. They're like yeah. painted bananas. I felt terrible. They're Mickey Mouse hands. They're massive. Can, They're like paddles. Can we just make a national announcement? Can somebody just check on Charles's fingers? Please. Because I am really worried about them. He's that gout. Oh, God. We're doing what that woman did to you. <gasps> e- get it's, her to email him. full circle. How weird. How weird is that? Charles, I Charles know, you don't know me. I'm not being funny. I really thought you were good at the swearing in ceremony. You don't know who I am. But, but I was watching you on telly. To you need me, to get your hands looked at. Point to bad circulation. You need to get them looked at, mate. It could be the sign of early sign of a, a pulmonary condition. Yeah. I'm um, worried he's not going to make, you know, old bones. Yeah. Charles. It's bad. But then obviously. So, Your Highness, uh, Your Royal Majesty, Highness, King. Charles. Da King. Get your hands checked out. Get your out. hands checked out, please, sir. They're Minus big. Mom. Imagine those. They're massive. What do you hands. call him, Mom? No. What's Mam? No. Mam is in Jam. Ham. Not Jam. So what, what do we call him then? Sire. No. Sire? Is it? Surely. No. King. Sire. Let's think of Blackadder. Sire. Sire, Your Majesty. Sire, Sire, Your Majesty, Your Majesty. Don't you remember? Blackadder Free. Hugh oh, Laurie. Okay. Sire. Okay, is it? Okay. We'll I don't go with know. that then. But he was obviously. Sire as in wire. But everyone now, everyone now scrutinising his every move. So yeah. there was a video of him. Have you seen yeah. it? Yeah. Shooing yeah. away someone. I know. Get with lost. The, well, and, no, yeah. give him a break. But do you know what is funny? Someone put yeah. that shooing away yeah. over and in superimposed some decks. Did they? <laughs> so it was like mixing. he's mixing. And they had, I love it. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Sire. Yeah. But. Every listen, they listen. They want Charlie to fail. They want him to fail. Listen, I'm not defending him. I don't. I don't think he's uh, going to be brilliant. I think he's going to be a bit ineffectual. However, I think the problem is, is give the lad a chance. I, I, no, but shooing someone away. He's been brought up where to shoo. But he's been brought up where someone he's would always take shooed. the top off his eggs for him. Yeah, he's, he's always not shooed. done anything. He's always shooed. He's shooed. They every, love to be shooed. They shooed. He's, he's, he's shooed more times than Jonathan James. They like being shooed. He's shooed more times if than Clark. If you're Clark's. in that job, you like being shooed. You're shooing more than Clark's in that job. <laughs> shoo, shoo. Shoo, shoo. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 But it's like, but then that annoyed people. And yeah. I think, well, do you want a monarchy or not? Because they shoe, mate. I know. They shoe. Look, Everyone look, shoes. Look, look, they look. shoe corgis. They shoe humans. Shoe humans. Listen. I've watched The Crown, so I know history. <laughs> everyone, everyone is. Do you know when people write stuff about him? Yeah, so they're all I, going like, yeah. he never really loved Diana. How do you know yeah. that? The Crown. I watched The Crown. So it, I watched I, I always, The Crown. He struggled, so I at, he struggled at public school. Yeah, how, how do you know, know that? Watch no, the I just count. But Look, it's not real. He's been, pre- he's been preparing his whole life for this role, okay? And the reason I know that is because I watched The Crown. Right. And we know that he, you know, he knew he was heir to the throne, but yeah. he perhaps never envisaged how long his man would live. His mum? Mama. Mama. 
Mummy. Mama and Papa. You call, when no, Mama and Papa. No, when you're wealthy, you call them Mummy. No, he called him Mama. Mama. Mama and Papa. Yeah. So there you go. So let's see anyway. what happens. But do get the hands checked out, yeah, Charlie. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I have bought with me um, from Charles to um, from a monarch to from the crown to uh, oh, I'm trying desperately to think of a, a, a really good play on words and it's not coming to me. Um, from the crown to the no, from from right. no. <laughs> fucking hell, Gemma. Just think of something. It's just a second. I can't think of anything. So basically, I I promised um, our listeners last week that I would read the saucy section of my book. Right. How long is it? First of all, not long. I can't have it been like ten minutes. Do you know what? You're a miserable shit. <laughs> How long do they last? <laughs> Not long. Is it a quick? Is it a quick fumble? It's a quickie. It's a quickie. It's a quickie. Go for it. Um, Emily opened the door and Carl stood there, his hair sexily ruffled. <laughs> Wait a minute. Right. What book's this from? Right. Just a minute. This is this is the one I've written. What's it called? So this was my first book. Carl. Um, I've written two. Ruffled and I'm, hair. I'm currently writing my. Um... How do you sexily ruffle someone's hair? Right. You are a moron. The fact that you don't know that, it's awful. Ruffled. Uh, okay, right. Are you ready for this? Have you got music? Yeah. Porn music? No. I didn't type in porn music. Emily opened the door and Carl stood there, his hair sexily ruffled. Why did he have to look this way? Why did his mere presence have to send electric pulses through her very being? She wanted to throw herself into his arms and feel the warmth of his strong masculine body against hers and to feel safe and wanted and cherished. I take it you can't sleep either? His sleepy, low, dulcet voice melted Emily from within. I can never sleep the night before I travel. Ridiculous, really, I mean... Before Emily could finish her sentence, Carl moved towards her with such urgency it almost took her breath away. He pushed his fingers into her hair and brought his lips down onto hers. They kissed each other like it was the last time they would ever set eyes on each other, and for all she knew, maybe it was. She felt the warmth of his body against hers and the blanket slid away from her shoulders, revealing her vulnerable slender body. His hands moved down over her back and he pulled her against him, and she had never felt so safe or wanted in all of her life. She never wanted this feeling to end. Finally, he pulled his lips away from hers and they stood breathless, holding each other. So that's that then. Uh, I noticed you just had a sup of your tea while I was reading that. Didn't anything happen after that? No, that was it. They kissed, but he never closed the deal. Well, in my next book... <laughs> How long have they stood there naked for? That's Well, you have to read it. So that's the end of the scene? That's the end of the scene. Yeah, you said, it, is it short? But I thought there was some mechanics. I, I did actually, when you started reading it, I thought, this has got a long run-up, this is. No, that was it. So that, that, can't you just write at the end of that, and then they did it, and end then of they, chapter one. And then they had a bit of schnooky working. Pulled his masculine body next to hers. Yeah. You made it sound like she had a masculine body. Didn't you like it? Yeah, it was all right, yeah. yeah. I, I like the idea of a dressing gown dropping to the floor. 
right. I very think that nice. always is a good image in a in a. Um, I, do you know how I see that in my head? How Go I picture on. that? It's like any of those films. I imagine like a moonlight. Yeah. I imagine like curtains, white curtains, yeah. but very sort of opaque, just blowing yeah. in the wind through the room. I imagine yeah. her silhouette. Yeah. And I imagine that just dropping to the ground. Yeah. And then he pulls her like that, and they're in, and then and then this, it just fades to black, yeah. and maybe he falls towards the bed, and then it's very Channel Five. It's very tame. Right, well, this is my next book. This is the sequel, and this is a bit more raunchy. Uh, okay. Um, is this a long scene? Isn't no, it? it's not. Claire stepped closer to Greg. No music? No. Oh, do you want music? Does it make it, it better? added to atmosphere. Okay, right. Oh, it, it did sound like he was in the lift. Okay, well, we can have it if you want. Yeah. So this is sequel. This is the sequel. Claire stepped closer to Greg now too and before she even realised what was happening Greg brought his lips down onto hers and she felt herself lean into his body and brought her hands up around his neck. He felt warm and smelt so good. It was like a sensory overload making her head spin with joy and ecstasy. Their kiss became more and more passionate like they were desperate for each other like a drink in the desert they needed each other. Claire felt so comfortable in Greg's arms she felt like she never wanted him to let her go. Greg brought his hands around Claire's waist and pulled her closer to him, all the time kissing her hungrily. As they paused breathless, Greg looked deep into Claire's eyes. Claire felt overcome with emotion, like the feelings of loneliness she had felt for so long were finally evaporating before her. She had forgotten what it felt like to be so wanted, to be desired. Don't stop, Claire said in a whisper, and Greg pulled her to him once again, kissing her neck and caressing her hair with his warm hands. He traced her skin with his lips, moving towards her open shirt, and she now ran her fingers through his hair, closing her eyes as she felt herself overcome with sensation. They pulled away from each other briefly, Greg running his hands across Claire's cheek. As as he did, he looked deep into her eyes. You are so beautiful and you don't even know it. Claire felt like she was floating. His words made her feel elation she'd never felt before. How could she feel this way about her? How could he feel this way about her? How could she not have known? And without another word, Greg took her by the hand and Claire knew dinner would have to wait. Oh! <laughs> Do, you know what Do you know what they'd ordered? Dinner time! No, it was the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese arrived and then Claire said, I just don't fancy it. No. She said, I just can't do it, love. I, I can't, can't do, do it. it. I'm tired, mate. It's just not right. Do you know is what it? would have been the reality? Is that what? As he I can't stop traced, the sexy music. <laughs> as he traced his fingers down her body, yeah. Claire let out an involuntary. <laughs> and the whole moment was done. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. So there you go. Available wow. on Amazon if oh, you want to read the rest. I've got, I've got, I think like I'm having a hot flush. Oh my God. It is weird, isn't it? Describing erotica. Yeah. Well, Did you it. like that bit where I said they, they needed each other like a drink in the desert? I thought that was a fantastic metaphor. Like a drink metaphor. in the desert. That was a lovely metaphor. It was what, like a drink in the desert? Yeah. Mm, it's a bit obvious, Gemma. Wow. Oh, speaking of energy bills. Oh, go on. Do you know they're going to cap it at 2500 for a household? Right. Still a lot of money. I was going to say... So that doesn't really mean anything. I don't know what that means. Well, it means that they can't go to like eight grand, is what they used to do. But right. I said something, That's and I think awful. I think what we're in now, we're in this situation where people have told you it's going to be so horrendous. If they tell you it's marginally better, mm. you feel like they've done you a favour. I know. It's weird psychology, that. It is. Because they've done that on purpose. They've yeah. gone, it could be 15 grand. Yeah. Get that in the papers. Yeah. It could be 15 grand a minute to yeah. switch a kettle on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's going to be everyone's going to have to, everyone's going to have to hunt their own food and live in yeah. one room. You, we will be downsizing to the shed. Yeah. And then they go, oh, we've managed to negotiate two and a half thousand pounds a, a year. year. Still ridiculous. So what's that per um... per month? About two hundred and seventy-five quid a month, right? Still expensive, but they go, we've done that for you. And you feel like going, no, it's still a shit deal. Yeah. It's like they've taken us out for dinner, but they're still going to shaft us afterwards. Yeah. And it won't be as romantic as y'all either. No. It'll be Liz Truss act over. Yeah. <laughs> Took out a, a smart meter and bunged it up your asshole yeah, exactly. repeatedly yeah. while shouting, switch on the lights, switch on the lights, I dare you. Yeah. That's what it'll be like. But then they, but like someone said to me, filled up, they filled up their car. I can't do it while you're doing that. Sorry, it's just making me ear waggle. They, someone filled up their car for £1.62 and they were like, this is amazing. Excited. And then they went, then they had a moment going, hang on, it's still £1.62. I know. It's just not £2. Yeah. We've become accustomed, haven't we? We've become sort of conditioned. Although I was watching California Man the other night. Great. Which was filmed in 1992 and they still had a 99 cent store. Mm-hmm. And I said, we've had 99p stores or pound shops yeah. since 1992. Right. Well, you'd think we'd be on to £10 stores now, wouldn't you? Mm. But we're still There's a pound. There's no marketing hook in a £10 store. Mm. £99, pound, so Poundland. Poundland is the le- where the least inflation has taken place. We all need to live in Poundland. We need mm. to buy our energy from Time Poundland. stands still in Poundland. Yeah, the world don't move on in Poundland. There's people in there still thinking it's the 80s. Walking around saying, when's this minor strike going to end? Might as well be the 80s with everything that's happening. Mm. I think, I think, I said to someone the other day, I think we've solved the migrant crisis. Go on. Because we're going to make this country so shit. Nobody wants to come. No one will want to come. In fact, we'll be fighting them for the dinghies. Yeah, We'll be like, mate, it's 75 quid a pint. Yeah. Row. Yeah. Get us out of here. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to France. Yeah. Let's all go France. I don't think it's much better in France, though. It's just a bit of a weird time. Except they're it? striking in France. And then, of course, this morning did their wheel of prizes, oh. which was like Black Mirror. And then Philip did Schofield did that? a very sarcastic comment about it. Like, Ooh, what are they going to complain about today? And I just thought, Jesus, read the Phil, room, Phil. Read the Phil. room. Come on, you were in a broom cupboard. Read you know what? The room. You've gone off the rails since Gordon the Gopher that yeah. took, you know, one, what, was he Gordon the Gopher? Yeah, yeah he Gordon was. would have said, Phil, pipe down, people are struggling. Sorry, Gordon. Mm. It would have been his like, he's off the rails. Yeah. Having a wheel where you can win your energy bills. And then yeah. the guy won and for uh, four weeks, was it? Four months? We'll pay your energy bills for four months. And he was like, that's amazing. What's going to have to have four months? I don't know. Exactly. He's going to struggle. That wheel ain't going to be worth shit, is it? Poor lad. James Brown, the godfather of soul. We talked about him, didn't we, last week? Did we? Well, we mentioned we'd seen him live. We had seen him live. Yeah, go on, carry on. You know, because I'm writing on a TV show at the moment. Bit of a... Little bit of a dick swinging. Yeah. Well, guess what I'm doing? What? Got a massive pile of ironing. Well, wow. so there. Get on up. Yeah. Get on. on the scene like an ironing machine. Yeah, I will be. Uh, I just found an interesting fact about him that he, he died on Christmas Day in 2006. He died oh, on Christmas Day. Oh, that's sad. Um, and uh, they're still fighting over his will. 
Who? The family. Okay. I didn't know this. Right. So the judges ordered a DNA test, which confirmed that Brown was indeed James Jr.'s father, right? Mm. Check this out, though. James Jr.'s contesting the will. Yeah. To prove that James Brown, when he's his dad, they had to cut his legs off to get his bone marrow for the sample. I've just realised that. They didn't cut his legs off. They cut James Brown's legs off, didn't they? <laughs> I thought they had to cut the young lad's legs off. Don't be silly. You're an idiot, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, carry on then. <laughs> Do you want the money? Yeah, they'll have to go. Yeah, they'll have to go then, son. No. So... Oh, gosh. You've just made me think of something else. But, but yeah, carry on. But I want it to get to the bone marrow. Yeah. And then they the battle over the... It's a hundred million. He's got six kids, 16 grandchildren, about 10 mistresses, 30 lawyers, and it's still going on. That's unreal. But, oh, so they had to get to the bone marrow. What did that make you think of, that when I said that? Well, when you said about cutting a leg off, it made me go back to Saturday night when we watched UK Ninja Warrior. Mm. And we watched a moment where... Oh, a yeah, guy, well remembered. A guy had done Ninja Warrior about four years ago. And can done, I, can I just... done really, really well. Yeah, can I just say, I love Ninja Warrior. I do. I love Cam and I love um, Ben Ben Shepard. Bloody love him. And And I love uh, Rochelle as well. So go on, explain what happened. So so he'd done um, it originally, hadn't he? He got to the final. Yeah, he got to the final and he'd had a biking accident recently and had lost a leg. Um, It was below the knee amputee. And he was the, on Saturday night, he was the first Ninja Warrior contestant as an amputee to make it up the wall. Up the wall. And the emotion... We both felt it, didn't we? We were like, "Do you know the bit?" That it got, was incredible. The bit that got me because you, you you catches you unawares, doesn't it? You sat there, you're making your tea on Saturday night, you're chopping some cucumber, the kids are playing, you're not really watching it, and then you sort of see this thing building in the background, yeah, yeah. and then you hear the music. We couldn't stop watching. Then could you we? hear the music, and then you go like, it's, when he says stuff like, "It's just been a real fight to get back here," and I'm thinking, "Oh, oh God, God, here we go." And the moment that got me was when he said. He said, it took me two attempts to get up that wall with two legs. Yeah. And now I've done it in two attempts with, with one, one and I'd gone. That was it. I was crying. And I just, what I love about those... What an amazing yeah, guy. And man. I really feel like the presenters are so genuinely lovely and they were so thrilled for him. It was mm. such a genuine television moment. And I love those moments in TV where it's not scripted. It's just so raw. And I just felt... And, and the other chap who he'd raced against was genuinely buzzing for him, yeah. Monty. He was like, it was such a mutual moment well, of respect. Well, he stepped back and let him have the moment. Yeah, and yeah. I thought, very good, Incredible. mate. Incredible. Because I think that's that's a difficult thing to do in that yeah. situation. But it was proper respect for each other, yeah. wasn't it? And it got me. I was like, got ITV, me. you've done it. Oh, my That's a real God. moment. Yeah, I, I think we, We've had the Queen die and now this. is too much emotion for it me to take. It was too much. It was too much. Sophia's yeah. toilet anxiety. Yeah, yeah. So w- w- the update is, obviously, yeah. these new toilets. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking me, I forget about these toilets again. It's it's a worry. It's gone up to big school. Toilets are an issue. They've got a heavy lock. They've yeah. got a full length door, yeah. floor to ceiling. It's a I, lockdown. I went in with her yeah. on the morning. Yeah. And I literally had to stand there while she went in and out yeah. for six or seven times. And then I got I got collared by a load of the kids yeah, going, yeah. I know you. Because yeah. I'd done that, bring your dad to work day. Yeah, yeah. You're Sophia's daddy, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. And I said, yeah, she's struggling with the toilets. Can you wait out here whenever she goes to the toilet? I'll do it. I'll do it. They're all volunteering. Aww. So I think it's just, what it is, I think, is that 
anything unusual and different is a massive problem. Of course it is. Like, and I, but I get it. When I saw the toilets, I was like, they're yeah. not, they're, it's like having a piss in a cupboard. Yeah, it is. They're tiny toilets. Yeah, they are. They're I lit- can understand why it's intimidating, can't you? Yeah. I can. So she still had a bit of a wobble this morning, bless her. So it's what, still, about the toilets? Yeah, so it's just a case of, um, you know, she'll keep saying, am I going to, what if I need a poo? It's always that. It's always that. What am I going to do? What if I'm in a long haul? And I just say to I her... I think she worries if she's in there, she'll be forgotten about. Yeah. And she'll spend a whole day but in the toilet. But they've said that they'll stand at the door with her. Mm. Um, you know what they need? They need a bell. Or they ring a bell to let them know they're still in the toilet. That's a good idea. I think yeah, you should float that's the idea. A good idea. It's an air horn if it's a yeah. poo, and it's a bell if it's a wee. Do you know what so I think? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you know what I think would make them feel better if there was an, actually a window in there? It's like a little cell. It is. That's why it freaks them out. They've mm. got to go into a little cell. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like it's I think like if anybody had slight ho- claustrophobia, they would not be comfortable mm. in those toilets. I think anything like that. It brought back flashbacks because I told her. I used to tell her about. Trying to tell her about moments like I said, it's all new. Whenever you go for a new job, it's exactly the same. Yeah. You don't know where anything is. You no. don't know who anything is. No. So this, I said, I tried to instill in her. I think the teacher was quite impressed, Miss Monahan. Monahan, yeah. Because I sat down and I said, look, this is just change. Mm. This happens in life. Yeah. At every point in your yeah. life. Yeah. I think that was like God talks to his six-year-old like she's 36. Yeah. I was like, you can't avoid it. At mm. every point in your life, there'll be different things. Mm. And I say, we can't walk down to your old school every time you need a wee. No. And I said, and this is just different. When you get up to the bigger school, it'll be different again. Yeah. And I said, you, we, and we can all cope with it. Everyone's here to help you. And I think Mrs. Monaghan was like, oh my God, he's very good. Yeah, yeah. That's Rather it. than just like, just get in there. I know, I know. Get in there, shout it out. Well, I do think it's good to reason with them properly, like mm. give them proper explanations and, you know. And then she went in She's there and went, stupid. oh God, and freaked out. Yeah. She's not daft, is it? It's that lock. I know. They, they're all, lock. They've all got the problem. Yeah. Because I can hear them all just going, it's that lock. Yeah. It's a lock. We, I don't go to the one on the end, I go to the one on the other one because the yeah. lock's slightly loose. Yeah. I'm like, my God. Yeah. But I, I think I said to Sophia that moment when I got to school one day and it was non-uniform day and I hadn't got the message and I turned up. <laughs> I'm looking at you here. Sorry, doing me here. You can't see this at home. It's like talking to someone who's got a facial tick. Mm. I know. It's like you're. Do you, know, you remember on you're going, night, Do you remember on Nighty Night um, when she see? When, no, but you look. Do you when know you, Mark Gattis yeah. sees, uh, plays that character. <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's what do you know like. what it's like? It's like someone who's you know when you get the old guys in a war who got shell yeah. shock. Mm. I know. It's like what you're doing. Sorry, it's I, just to keep it moving. I know, but you look every time I'm talking to you, you're going. Yeah, my ear feels like yeah. I've been swimming. You know, and it's like blocked yeah. up. Yeah, sorry. Carry on. My How dog. relaxing is this? Carry on, my dog. Carry on, my Imagine dog. if that was a date. Yeah. First dates. She was all right, but she... It's midday piercing. It is. Turned up at school. Forgot it was non-uniform. There's a moment when you're walking down, because it was superhero day the other day. Yeah. She went down as... Superwoman. Superwoman. And there's always that moment as I'm walking down the hill and I'm seeing kids in uniform Oopsie. who were from... Hey? Whoopsie. I'm walking down the hill and I'm seeing kids in uniform... Mm. And now there's that moment, like, have we got the wrong day? Yeah. And then, because you say to her, like, yeah. Sophia, is it definitely, it's a definite day, these are a different year. And then you walk along and you see a little iron man yeah. and you think, oh, oh I've got God. the right day. Yeah. But I said to her, I remember once, and I got to school and I'd walked to school. My mum and dad had gone to work. And as I was walking up to school, everyone was in I could uniform. see people in Nikes. 
Oh. And tracksuits, and I was like, I think it's just a school trip. Yeah. And then I got into the playground, and it was a Everyone. sea of casual. Yeah. And you're walking in there like Jacob Rees Mogg. Oh no. Do you know what I mean? Little Lord Fauncroft. Might as well have had a fucking top hat on. Isn't it horrible? Do you know? And I walked in there. Might as well have had a top hat on. <laughs> a top hat on and a cane. Like, what's going on in here, eh? Oh god. Uh, what are you scrouts doing here? It was like Oliver Twist. And as I walked in, yeah. all my mates who were in the corner playing yeah. football went. Oh no, that's horrible. Ah. That's horrible. It's horrible. And I just thought, I've never felt. Because when everyone. So you couldn't even like ring I home. couldn't go home. No. So I was condemned. It was like. What a waste of a day. It was like being. A waste of opportunity. They still made me pay a pound, the cheeky shit. Good God. It was like being. You know, like you're in an open prison but you're a maximum security offender. So, you know, like in, in mm. uh, Silence of the Lambs, mm. it's like I've been brought out with a mask on and all yeah, that, and all yeah. those were like doing whittling yeah, wood and yeah. playing football. And you never felt more out of place yeah. in the unit. And there was not anyone else. Even the kids who were like notoriously scruffy and managed to cobble together yeah, a tracksuit. Yeah. And then, then the thing that really hit me, my mm. friend turned up late yeah, yeah. and he was in his school uniform. And it was my mate, and I was like, I've got one, God, ally. one ally. And I said, Oh, you forgot as well. And he went, Yeah, but hang on a minute. And he and he opened his bag, and because he had his PE kit, he could put that he on. He brought a tracksuit as well. Oh, so he could put that on. And he said, I've got PE today. And I went, Don't oh. get changed. Don't get changed. No. He went, I'm getting changed. I'm getting changed. You're I'm, on your own, pal. You're on your own. I'm not going to side with you. Two out of 300. And he went and got changed behind the block. Do you know Came what? out in his tracksuit. Oh. Yeah, and he was the last sort of... And, it, and that feeling, I sort of said to Sophia, I said, that's the feeling you're mm. feeling, is that feeling of fear. Yeah. But in the end of the day, I just... I was sat in, in every lesson. You survived. Scott forgot it was my new phone day. Scott forgot. Yeah. Scott forgot, didn't you, Scott? Yeah, I did forget. Yeah, not even in the tracksuit. Yeah, it's because he got... Yeah, Scott's in his uniform. Have you heard Scott Bennett's in his uniform? Just going yeah. around school. Yeah, Scott Bennett's in his uniform. Right. All day. Yeah. What would you Do you know done? what I used to feel? I really, should have gone, took my top off. I remember feeling really sorry for the kids who were really poor. Mm. It was horrible. I wondered what happened to them. Because it really highlighted their poverty. Non-uniform day and, was evil. It was a classist yeah. system. And I remember really. my mum saying to me, she said, you know, um, remember that some of those kids don't have much money or, you know. And I remember us giving a bag of clothes to somebody. Really? Yeah. What, for non-uniform day? Or just no, just to their family. Yeah. Isn't oh, that bad? That's dead nice. Well, a friend of mine who was really poor, I don't yeah. think I've told this story before, yeah. I might have done, and he was really poor. Mm. There's like eight brothers. You know, and they were sometimes a bit smelly He as was, well. but I made mates with him because I thought I could see he was a good lad. Yeah, yeah. I think he was just... And what's really weird is I went to his house once, and you know when you walk in an house mm. and you know instantly, yeah. it's not he's not got much love. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he... Like when I was a kid, and it's the same for you, you yeah. used to get up in the morning. In fact, yeah. I always remember you yeah. saying, your dad would go, Jim up! Yeah. Jim up! Yeah. You hated that, didn't you? Yeah. Jim up! That's like a real alarm call. And you'd stand in the shower yeah. like you'd just been woken up from the dead. You know, you're like, like yeah. Brandon Lee in The Crow. Yeah. Just like that, I with was. the water just yeah. cascading. Yeah. You'd stand there. But then you'd come downstairs and your mum would be like, here's your packed lunch. Yeah. And go and have a good what day at school. Breakfast? What do you want for your breakfast? Here's your uniform. Mm. He never had any of that. No. So he used to just get up 
Yeah. When he got up, there was no alarm. No. There was no breakfast. I know. Some and kids I, and have I it. think then imagine that at like eight, nine years I old, know. go on, just wandering out yeah. the house. Then you'd wander in at night. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Where's your dinner? Yeah. You make your brothers and sisters are like. Yeah. Then they just give you five or two quid. Go out, play out. Yeah. And he'd just be wandering around the field. I know. And I'd be like, there's no. It just seems a weird. I think you forget that that is probably so hard to deal with as a kid and there's loads of kids like that and he came to our house because i always used to say oh can i can he come for tea and i and and i think it was like a way of he was always really excited because i think it was like he was getting a proper dinner yeah sadly and then i remember he was leaving he was going back to mum and dad my mum and dad were taking him home and so if he got to mum and dad's doorway and he had his coat and like his coat slipped and there was like loads of crisps and stuff fell out so he got them out of the cupboard Oh. For his brothers and sisters, oh. it was like fucking Angela's ashes. Yeah. Looking back on it now, but like my mum, bless her, she just went, "You don't have to take anything. Do you want stuff?" Yeah, and he went, "Yeah." She went, G- "Give me, come here. I'll get you a carrier bag." Yeah. She gave him two carrier bags yeah. of stuff. Yeah, and he went home with them. And I, I just think, oh my words! Can you imagine no. living like that? So okay. yeah, I think like I don't know where how we got onto that. But it's just that feeling of like non-uniform day yeah. highlighted that. It does. And I think that looking back, I was taking a stand. I wasn't an idiot. I was taking a stand for the kids who got nothing. I thought, like, yeah. I'm going to wear a uniform. I'm not going to be segregated. The ironic thing is giving you the choice has made you have no choice. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Hasn't it? Yeah. It's taken away people's freedom to be individuals by yeah. you all wearing non-uniform. Yeah. And then they beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I wish I had a tracksuit. Yeah. Because the ironic thing is, as a kid, you don't care. You just want a tracksuit. Well, you just want, you just want to be out of the uniform. You just want to be You just like want to blend in. You want yeah. an easy life, don't you? Mm. It's, it takes a certain kind of kid to step up and Absolutely. stand up and be at risk from. Mm. I mean, look at where Liv is now at school. I think like school feels like Borstal. It feels like a maximum security prison when you're that little. Yeah. And you're like, you're nine. You don't know who you are. You don't know who these kids are. And if you stand up against the grain, you could get battered. So you just exactly. like, you sort of fall in yeah school is not society school's mad mm. if you actually think about school it's yeah. like low level category prison it's low level like it's it's bloody big brother i mean it? when your mum and dad and brother were around mm. we talked about it like school mm. and the kids who bullied and stuff the only way i think i survived because i wasn't good at fighting mm. i was frightened to fight and i used to have a we yeah. used to have a little bit of we came out <laughs> do you know that like, there's some kids yeah. who love fighting yeah i had a little bit of, every time i used to get a fight or potentially yeah. a fight a little bit of wee yeah. you know when you get that hot yeah. thing and you get yeah. a little excitement little wee the adrenaline just made me wee instantly weeing um, you're doing your eye again sorry it's just Fucking clogging up again. I'm going to get a toilet brush and go yeah, through both I sides I wish you would, would yeah. oh, that'll be a new it. romantic novel he yeah. unsheathes his toilet brush yeah. and batters her ear off oh. um, and I always I forgot what I was going to say now oh yeah that's it the only way I could ingratiate myself is I tried to be funny and I moved between cliques I think you did the same. You yeah. weren't in a particular group. No. But then they were like, oh, he's all right, because yeah. he's got some sort of confidence yeah. through being funny. Yeah. yeah, And I think that's survival technique yeah. Yeah. in the wild. Yeah. It's like wild animals. Yeah. Liv's got the friendship group she's got. Yeah. And I think some kids, you need that. You need something yeah. that doesn't let you be the wounded zebra. Yeah wandering across the plain being exactly. got by the lion that's yeah. how brutal school is yeah. it's lion king yeah that's it isn't it yeah 
Yeah. Sad, but that's what it is because kids don't see nuance. No. And then what happens is those kids who are out on the limb end up being millionaires or creative geniuses. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Because they're out the mould. Mm. Answering your plea for contact. Hello, Gemma and Scott. I'm a Yorkshire last now living in Cheshire. I introduced to Scott through the lockdown comedy shows that Jason Manford arranged. So I I already are familiar with The Shed. Very good. I love hearing your dialect, the local word of slawming. 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 Something I haven't heard in decades. I enjoy your content whilst walking my dog. I know you bicker at times, but it's all fun and entertaining. Uh, Well... Amy. Let's hope so. Let's Amy. hope it is, and let's hope it's not us heading towards a divorce. Oh, thanks darling. for writing it, yeah, Amy. Oh, she says, "I've no doubt the pod will grow and gain more listeners." We need proof of that, Amy. Um, stick let's hope stick so, with love. it. You're doing a cracking job. I love how she says, "Stick with it." Yeah, like stick we might have thought it. about Come giving on. up. Uh, she's oh, her brew, a choice of brew, Yorkshire tea. Five minutes. Milk goes in last. Absolutely. Very and I wonder what dog she's got. I want to know what dog she's got. What your dog you got? Um, Reese Berriford, he said his perfect Sunday's been woken by the smell of bacon being cooked, mug oh. of coffee, ready to face the big shop with the missus oh. to keep her happy. Yeah. Ooh, big shops on a Sunday. Some people do. Oh, you can't. I big shopped on a Reece. Saturday last weekend. It you was, should be in church, It was Reece. horrible. Oh, you, was big, horrible. you big shopped in person? Yeah, on Saturday, didn't I? Oh, yeah, you did a big shop. It was horrible. Did it feel weird going into the world? Because normally we're online, aren't we? I just find it overwhelming. You don't it's like it? It's just a... too much to think of. What? Like walking around the shop. And was that. it a bit of a head? I was it tiring? It. Yeah. Because you're just, not done one. No, it was just, oh, it was just and too I bet, much. And then you, the loading up and then the loading out and, oh, no. You know what? Because you've not got... We've your, been spoiled, haven't we? Because you've not got your big shop game in strong. No. Your big shop game's weak. Yeah. I bet you were going to aisles, then well, having I, to double back on yourself, weren't you? I had were you? cupboards full of shopping and we sat down to dinner and you said to me, have we got any couscous, right? Or like, you know, have we got any coleslaw? Or I went... No, none of them. You went through with your eyes closed, didn't you? You went, your big shop game weren't strong. Well, I'd spent a fortune, but we but didn't have bought? anything like that. What had you bought then? Well, I'd bought loads, but not that. And I just thought, there's still stuff I haven't bought. I haven't remembered. You need a list. Oh. Do you know when I see people, yeah. have you ever seen people who've got their big shop game down yeah. as a couple? Yeah. It is amazing. Well, that's like our parents, isn't it? They are big shop. They, they live for the big shop. I your mum and dad were big They shop. live for the big shop. Does your mum have a list in order of the where you know, it's laid out in the shop, though? Know, Does she have that? Do, yeah. Did you know did our you know parents that? both big shop on a Thursday, both of them? Thursday My mum goes Thursday morning, your mum goes Thursday night. Do you know anyone, though? Does your mum arrange it in order of where the things are? So she'll go like butter, milk, yogurts, because she knows that that is in the run of the aisles. She knows the aisles. aisles. She know knows the aisles. aisles. Yeah, of course they do. I'm like, but you give me the list and it's like butter, couscous, toilet roll. And then oh. I set off and then I go, cucumber. Bah, and oh, I'm doing so many. Of the shop. I'm you're in there. Do you know what I'm like? Crystal maze. Like, just leave him just in there. Just come out. Come out. Leave it. Come, come out. out. You have been through those. You literally just abandon the trolley in third aisle and <laughs> I just, just get out. Get out. Get out. out. Rolling get under out the shutters now. like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Get him out. Get Do you him know out. what? I, if I pass these George vests yeah. another time, I'm going to yeah. go fucking mad yeah, in yeah, it. Exactly. I'm going to do a spree. Sometimes I just leave the shopping in the aisle. I would. And I just, just walk away. Just get out. Just imagine just walking out and going, yeah. you've left your trolley. I'm going to have to order it online. It's too much. I can't do the it's big shop, much. mate. It's overwhelming. I'm bewildered. I've done 15 laps yeah. and I've still forgot the oil. Yeah. I yeah. can't, I don't know where anything is. But, Why aren't eggs near milk? But do you know Why what? don't you put them near milk? Why are they on their own? I wanted to do a shout out for the chap who served me i think he was a student i didn't get his name right 
but he was very... How are you going to do a shout-out then? I'm just saying shout-out to the lad. Shout-out to the lad on till number He'll know who he is, right? He'll know who he is because he had his back to the woman who always compliments everybody about their age. You know, the one we found out. I told you about her, didn't I? Didn't I tell you that the coffee club worked out that there's this woman who works at Tesco. That's her till patter. She always says to you, she'll go, how old are you? No, if you're trying to buy a bottle of wine or something, she'll say, I need to see some ID. And you'll be like, are you joking? She's like, oh, it's her thing. Yeah, it's her thing. She makes you feel good about yourself. So she'll say, yeah, I need to see some ID. I love that. And you're like, oh. And she says, she'll say, you say, well, I'm 43. And she's like, you never are. Oh, I don't believe. Hey, Carol, get... This, this woman says she's 43. Genius. Now I need to see your ID, love, like this. And she'll ask she you your ID. to make your day. And then what we did was we went one morning when we were all having coffee. Somebody mentioned it and they went, ID she's woman. done that to me. And we're like, and she's done it to me. And we're like, oh. Paying it for, oh, what a lovely This is little. what she does. She makes you feel good. I wonder if she's doing it to people who are like, oh, way old. She does. Have you got any ID? Yeah. I, I've only got this penny black yeah. I got yeah. from the war. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what ID, she does. She ID, makes everybody feel good about themselves, ID, which I think is wonderful. You got any so ID? anyway, ID, love, I do you have to he, speak up, love? I, I, I can't hear a bloody thing. I'm 97, love. Yeah, he had his back to her, so they were working on tills that backed up to each other, and he went really slow, like methodically slow. He want one of these who's like ching 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 trying I love to get that. it. Through. And I they was work re- with your I pace. was really grateful because mm. it made me feel less panicked to get through. I hate ones that try and speed you up. He was bing, very bing, he, bing, he literally bing. He, he, he took an object and he went doop and then passed it carefully. Doop passed it carefully and I was like this is fine and I could pack my bag. He's nicely. working with your rhythm. He was really Do you know the ones lad? do you know the ones I don't like? Mm. Boom boom boom. You get boom. that in Audi. Do you know what I don't like? Do you know what I feel like saying though? Mm. You can scan it as fast as you want, love. I ain't packing it that speed. I know, I know. We've got to have a bottleneck at the other end. Yeah. So instead of throwing my beans into my eggs, like they've, you know, physically offended you, you fucking beans. Yeah. Why don't you pace it with me? Yeah. And we'll finish together. Yeah. Like a sexual conquest. Yeah. Because it is like two different people in the bedroom. Yeah. One of them's going L for leather. Yeah. And the other one's well, having a sensual moment. you're not moment. working together, are Work you? Work together to achieve the orgasm of packing at the same time. Steve has written in and he said, uh, he's written a neat lady garden steps, neat lady... Neat, neat lady garden, an innuendo sketch by Steve Green. Sketch is set in a large house called Paddle Bottom and is set back from the road behind gates. Hang on a minute, let's just just roll back a minute. This is on the back of your chicklet. Yeah. This is an attempt, it's not a sketch, this is an attempt at some chicklet. Well, he said, I wrote it as part of a project with one of my mates when we took part in the radio show Grin Up North, but we never submitted it. All right. Yeah. So um, it was obviously a comedy competition to write a sketch. So, Scott, you're going to play the part of Mr. Paddle. Mr. Paddle. And Mr. Wacker. I can already see where this is going. So, Mr. Paddle is the man of the house. Right. Mrs. Paddle is the lady of the house. And Mr. Wacker is the gardener. It's the classic menage a trois. Yeah. Beginning it? of sketch, fade in with an English country garden tune. That's, uh, what's, how's in that going? An English country garden. Thank you for your assistance. I'm going to do it like the archers. Yeah, do it. Thank you for your assistance. I'm sure Mrs. Paddle will be over the moon with your service. Ring the buzzer on the gate and my wife will let you in. 
I'll be at work when you get here, but feel free to get stuck in before I get home. Who are you on the phone to, dear? I've organised a lovely surprise for you, darling. I know things have been getting a bit overgrown round here recently, so I've organised for a man to come in and sort out your bushy bets. He's coming tomorrow, and I've told him to get started before I come home, and I'll give him an hand to finish off. I think it should be to finish it off when I get in. However, will I thank you, dear? You're so thoughtful. Hello, who is it? Hi, I'm Mr. Wacker from S&M Services. I'm here to see you, Mrs. Baddle. S&M Services, you say? Ooh, this is going to be such a treat. Come on up. Hello, Rare. Are you here my look at my lady garden? Hang on, opening the door, she greets Mr. Wacker. Hello there. Are you... No, that's, that's me. That's me. No. <laughs> that is me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Hello there. Are you here to look at my... Lady Garden. Oh, it's oh, Mr. Mr. Wacker's the this yeah, high voice. In. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I like quite like this voice. <laughs> yes, that's right. Mr. Paddle said your bush was getting a bit out of hand. I'm here to whip it into shame. Oh, I can't wait for you to sort it out. I miss feeling the breeze through it. I'll have it beaten into shape with my chopper. In, I don't know, he's gone in West Country. <laughs> I'll have it beaten into shape with my chopper in no time. I'll just get my rope out the van and then we can get started. Then it's you again. Hello, S&M Services. Yes, that's right. All gardening tasks undertaken, no matter what the size. <laughs> that's it i feel like there's more in there well there will be i'm sure steve will write the rest of it i think we brought those well done steve i think we i hope we did it justice um it didn't go anywhere i am professionally trained as an actress i'm sure that you felt uh that i delivered that with and also with a plot voice of the nationwide so i mean yeah i do you know what though i would say to steve there was a lot of build-up yeah. And not much happened. He's probably a bit like my books. There's well, a lot of build-up, but not an awful I lot I always of... feel that they leave you feeling very frustrated. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Just a, do you know what? That is, a, that is a genre of literature, that. What? Frustrated? Frustrated erotica. No, erotica. So you'd have that bit where he goes, and he took her onto the bed. <laughs> he unzipped his trousers. Oh, my she God. She opened her legs. Yeah. And they fell to sleep. I, I had my first game of netball as well. I've yes, actually, let's quickly talk about played, that. Played a game. You played for the sunflowers, the most threatening netball name in the world. They'll come and Do get you, you. and if they don't like you, they'll cut your ears off like Van Gogh. The sunflowers what? seeds, sunflowers top seeds. Mm, That's what you yeah. called, aren't you? It was brilliant. I you won, didn't you? No, we lost eight ten. Close. Eight. Yeah, close. It was a close match. Were you aching? Oh God. I really using ate. muscles you haven't used in I'm, years. I'm not joking. <sighs> I was seriously in pain. It wasn't the day after. It was the day after the day after. What position were you playing? Uh, goal defence. So you didn't do any shooting. No. Passing. No, defending. Defending. Getting the ball out. Yeah. Shouting. I did a lot of swearing. I, did I, you? Do you know, I I can't imagine that on you. It's it's interesting. I get right into it, Scott. What did you do? Oh, for did, fuck's sake, Julie. No, no, no. I was just like, oh bollocks, or you know, like that. Really? And, and um, then they were all like, Ooh. I turned to a woman. At, the girl who I was defending and um, against, and she was, I said, I, I won't get told off for swearing, will I? And she was like, no, you won't get told off for swearing. 
Because the, the umpires were pretty one, on it. The one with the DH piercing. Yeah. Final warning. You check your nails at the beginning. You have to hold your nails up, make sure they're not too long. No, you can't get Ed's scissor hands on yeah, the court. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't? Really? Yeah. There's, well, there's... you could really injure somebody, couldn't what? you, with a sharp just nail? Yeah. Freddie and someone. Yeah. you've got to have short nails. I just like the idea of, if you use the C word again, yeah. you're going home. Yeah. Imagine but 40 been. minutes, it's four quarters. 40? Yeah, so four quarters of, of ten. And it's really it's on it. basketball. And it was really, really intense. Were you sweating? Oh, sweating cobs. And you know when I... After the first quarter, I thought, shit, I don't know if I can do this because yeah. I was towing. I was like, it's a different fitness to running. It is. It's like... Intensive shuttle runs. Really, yeah. And I was like, yeah, just, you know, and then my lungs opened up a bit then and I was like on it then. I was re- I really, so really enjoyed it. So who were you playing? Uh, the Golden Girls. Wow. Are they good? They were really good. 10 eights, all right, yeah, mate. Yeah, it was really good. Well done. I made a few mistakes defensively, I feel, that let them Did in. Did they go, Gemma? Because we were winning at one point. I was like, oh. You, I know what but, you're like. Um, when, you, when you're winning, it's the worst I position kept for Gemma. I kept fouling. Yeah. So I had to keep standing what, what? by that. Like, oh, I um, thought you meant actually just sneaking. No, I kept, kept, uh, yeah, kept getting pulled up. Did you up. use any gamesmanship? Oh, yeah. Shook everybody's hand. No, like, you're going to miss this, mate. No. No, no. I clapped when they scored. Someone's broken into your car over there. Yeah. Just really gamesmanship. No, but it was really good fun. Really good fun. Is that Saturday? I highly right recommend on, it. Is that Saturday out on the Highly road? recommend it. Really? Yeah. When's really your next good. game? Wednesday. <sighs> next match. Wow. Fantastic, Gemma. Really I'm quite excited for you. Yeah, it's really good fun. I think you're nailing this. Mm, mm. Well done. Thank you. Gemma's netball. Netball. So you got to do some training at home? No. I'd, no. I'd want to be shooting. Zero. I think I'd want to be well, shooting. We have got a net out there, but I'm not shooting. Why don't you want to shoot? I'm not brilliant at shooting. I'm better at defensive. Really? Yeah. But don't marking. you have to just put your hand up? I was up? like, shit to a blanket. I want that at, I didn't let her out my sight. Really? And she was tall. She's way taller than me. Right. But I was on her. You were on you. But that's when I kept going. Get right. on the tall one. You know, it, it, it's been 27 years since I've played netball. And it was like, what you've got to do is you've got to get your feet in the right position before you defensively put your hands up like this. You can't put your hands up and then back up. Yeah. And I was doing that, you see, because my momentum of running was yeah. like, and then I'd be too close and then I'd back up and she'd be like, whistle, you're too close. And I kept doing that. So I've got to get used to it. Mate. But she took my name at the end, the umpire. She says, can I have your name? Why? Gemma Bennett. And she, I said it's with a J and she wrote it down. I, d- I didn't ask her why. Checking you out, mate. I don't know what it to was. check out to I see I thought I was going to get man out. of the match or something. <laughs> I did put a lot of effort in. I love the idea that she took your name and now you're thinking... I don't know what... I should have said, why are you writing my name down? Because you're a ringer, mate. We want to know what you've been doing here. (laughs) Yeah. We're not entirely sure. There you go. You aren't drafted in. Yeah. Well, well done, Gemma. Incredible. So you've been listening to a Bennett production. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you have a wonderful Sunday. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please do write to bwtbpod at gmail.com or you can contact us on the socials at bwtbpod. Scott's obviously still touring. If you want to get tickets, check him out on his website. Uh, just you type, in, you... type in Scott Bennett Comedian into Google and you should find him on there. Are you? Are you? If, wait, wait a minute. If... Are you going so quick because you need a wee? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not going quick. I just hate... I, I, You're I find wiggling. Sometimes I find... I, uh, you've interrupted me again, which is really annoying, but I find our outros are sometimes so long it pisses me off. So I was just trying to try, try and do a concise outro and you've interrupted it again. It was beautiful. Ruined. Go on then, what are you going to say? Pick it back up. I can't. Lost it now. 
You haven't. I have. I've lost it. Well, you were jiggling. It was so professional and lovely and you've just ruined it. Go on then, you do it. If the vein on my neck doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll be joining you next week. <sighs> hopefully. Wow. All right? God, God willing. You've got your ear. God save the king. Um, have a good week, everybody. If Charles is listening, get your hands checked Check out. the sausages out. Check those Dutch originals. Um, <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much we for listening. We love you. Have a good week, everyone. Have a good week. We have, have a good bank holiday. Is when? Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have a good bank holiday. I mean, that sounds bad, doesn't it? Have a good bank holiday because she's having that. Right, anyway. I think a, the Queen know, loved a barbecue and a few pints. Do you know what? It's what she would have wanted. So enjoy your day off yeah. um, and spare a thought for folk. And that's it, really. <laughs> and uh, we love you guys. Yeah, love you. Thank you so much Bye. for bringing in. Um, check me out on tour scottbennettcomedy.co.uk bye bye love you Gemma see you later bye Tune in, it's 